Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Amber Duggan of We The Dogs, Inc. Amber, it's awesome to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. Super excited to have you on the show. And before we jumped in, I wanted to read a little bit more about Amber so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Amber is the executive director of We The Dogs, Inc., which is a nonprofit 501c3 organization that, had, that was formed by five women from the D.C. area. We the Dogs has a team in Washington has teams in Washington D.C. and New York City, and their mission is to connect dog owners and advocates so that they can work together to raise donations for animal rescue organizations in the community. Amber, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Absolutely. Awesome. Let's do it. So to kick everything off, I wanted to kind of rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you all got started. Could you take us through what I call your CEO story? We'll let you get started with your organization. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm. I never expected to be doing this. And I will say this is my side hustle, if you will. It's a nonprofit. And now it's a 501c3. But back when we started this, we never envisioned it would become what it is today. I uh, actually really kind of started, I guess, back in January 2017 is really when the idea kind of took place. I, At that time in DC and everywhere else, I guess there's a lot of division and things going on, which now in June sounds funny to say because there's still stuff going on sadly right. <laughs> um, but we wanted to do something at that time since it was more political in nature to bring people together and I had an Instagram for my dog I'm not gonna lie I know it's a little quirky um, <laughs> but it was something I set up because I don't want to flood Facebook with pictures of my dog and people back home like to see what's going on and to keep it touch but it also really led to networking within it an amazing group of people that work with animal rescue organizations. Mm. And so at that time I posted something on Instagram asking if anyone felt like doing something to help out animal rescue organizations. And so many people stepped up and it ended up being a core at that time of seven women that really helped plan our first event, which we called the bipartisan March. We hadn't even thought of we the dogs yet. And we ended up planning it in just about six weeks. None of us had experience doing anything like that. And we raised $10,000 for the humane awesome. rescue Alliance, which was fantastic. Um, and then a few of the girls had moved and one had a baby actually. So the five that remained, we ended up saying, let's do this again. Let's create a 501c3 and keep working with the community and just support rescue organizations in a way that they can't do themselves. So it, it's been an incredible experience. Yeah, absolutely. Sounds like it. And I think, you know, as you spoke to, you know, when you're telling your story, I think so many times, uh, you know, if you have a um, interest or even a desire, sometimes when you just kind of go through it um, and do it yourself, not only do you get to, you know, um, you know, support a cause or an organization or something you're interested in, but then you start to find that other people are interested in it as well, too. And then it starts to become a lot bigger than sometimes we can see in the beginning. Yeah, absolutely. I would never, if somebody had told me three years ago, you're going to be doing your full-time job, but also running a 501c3 on the side, and I wouldn't have believed them, but it's been 
so rewarding. One of the girls on our team often refers to this as a passion project, and it really mm -hmm. is because we don't know what we're doing. I mean, we've learned a lot now, mm -hmm. but we really had to learn from the ground up. We really had to work with the community. We found people that were great at website design. We found mm -hmm. someone who was an accountant to help with you know, the financial side of things. I mean, it's just been incredible to see what people can do when they work together and share a common goal. So, I mean, that's been inspiring. It's a lot of work, but it's inspiring to see what you could do when people work together. Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of times, you know, when you have that kind of common goal, as you spoke to, um, it, it, it provides that opportunity to bring people together, but of course, be able to, to kind of hit the hit the I guess metric or goal or whatever it looks like as far as success and that we have in organizations or businesses or however we're trying to uh, fulfill our, our passions and our, and our goals. That's really true and I mean there's so many different ways you could quantify success. Mm -hmm. I mean our group alone is raised and again this is a part-time we do this in our I guess I call it spare time. I don't know how much spare time I have anymore, but we do it <laughs> right. in our spare time and we've raised $56,000 for rescue organizations in DC awesome. in New York area but I mean money is in everything it's the also the time that people just don't have to dedicate i mean one of the things we noticed and one of the reasons i do this is a lot of rescue organizations just have very traditional fundraising methods many of them don't know how to use social media and there's such a power that social media can provide today to reach a broader audience and so that's what we bring to them they don't have to do the work we come to them and say you have to spend no time we're going to raise a do a fundraiser on your behalf it's virtual and you just get to have the donations. I mean, that's that kind of time can't be quantified for the rescue organizations. And so that's really, really been great to see that people are willing to spend their time to do that as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it speaks as well, too, to the expertise, too, because I think so many times, especially in organizations, you can become very overextended in trying to do all of the things. But I think when you're able to, to have that, um, that, get that phone call or that partnership that you, you spoke to, it helps out so much because they're able to do their work, I think, so much better because they know that, you know, you are able to kind of help out with that fundraising aspect. Right. Awesome. 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 So I wanted to drill down a little bit deeper. I know we, we touched on it a little bit. Can you take us through exactly how you work with the organizations and, and teams that you have? How do you uh, serve the clients that you work with? Absolutely. So it's kind of a unique way that we built this. The reason I started the We the Dogs concept in the first place is that through my do dog's Instagram, I was getting a lot of offers from hotels, um, dog-friendly companies, food, pet supplies, all, you name it, we were getting it and asking us to influence, quote unquote, by posting pictures. They'd either give you products, free stays at hotels, or pay you. And I thought, this is crazy. I mean, <laughs> there's so many rescue organizations that could benefit from this, and you're doing the same thing. So mm -hmm. th our model is essentially doing two things, supporting animal rescue organizations through donations, fundraisers, things like that, but also really sharing and connecting with the dog-friendly places and activities in our community. So to do that, we one of the unique things about our organizations, we have the dog friendly or the dog Instagrams um, for both New York and DC. So we've got We the Dogs DC and We the Dogs NYC. And every day we select a new dog and their owner to take over the account and just share a day in their dog's life, their favorite places, activities, everything. So I mean you're getting to see the personal life of dogs in your community, kind of figuring out new places and activities to go to. And as they share their lives and as more people sign on to take over our network and our 
connection with the audience builds so that when we host fundraising events, either in person or virtually, we already have that built-in audience of people who really do care about the cause and care about animal rescue organization. And so it just gives us a way to connect with people that maybe wouldn't normally see that particular rescue. We pick a new rescue organization every single time we do a fundraiser. So it could be a very small one that has never had any exposure with the community, but it could also be a larger one that really can get their message out there to an audience that they haven't had connections with before. So it, it really just provides a whole new basis for sharing mission of rescue organizations that they didn't have previously. And it's fun. You get to see cute dog pictures. People love it. Yeah, absolutely. Who doesn't love that? And I, I think it, 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 I love the aspect of being able to kind of see the, you know, a day in the dog's life. Cause I, I feel like, Obviously, you can feel that connection, but I think there's even more, and I don't know if you find this a different level or higher level of connection when you have the opportunity to actually share from your vantage point of your dog's life or, or how those things are going. It, it, it seems like it makes that connection even deeper and stronger as well. It really does. I mean, we all, if you love animal rescue, um, we love it. It's true. But even myself, I, I unfollow some of them because I can't handle the Sarah McLaughlin style sad pictures. It's, it's too hard to watch sometimes. I want to support them, but it's hard to see the constant donation seeking over and over and over without becoming desensitized to it in a way. This mm -hmm. kind of provides a platform that still gets a message across, still achieves that fundraising goal, but also is fun. You get to see the fun side of what happens after a dog you know, finds her forever home. And of course, our accounts are for any dog. We love all dogs, so it's not just exclusively rescue dogs that we share. But it, rescue doesn't end the day the dog finds their forever home. I mean, you got to know as a pet owner, what kind of food to feed them, you know, vet care, what happens in this emergency? Where do I go to eat with my dog? I'm, or where do I go on vacation? All of that really is important to the entire community as a whole. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think uh, it, it sounds to me like you, you kind of get that story aspect. And as somebody who has rescued a dog, and, and I think that it's so important to kind of, sometimes I put myself in the perspective of like, what if I didn't rescue her? Um, and what that would look like. So I think really understanding and getting that kind of full picture of this is exactly what, you know, what has happened as far as rescuing, but even kind of like the I don't know if I want to say benefits, but the impact of that as well, too, is definitely something uh, It's great to see that you all are able to capture. Yes, that's absolutely true. The impact is like everything. What type of dog do you have, by the way? She's a Shepherd Lab mix. So oh, I actually rescued her from family friend. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. Good mix. Yes, absolutely. Super smart. I tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I wanted to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce, and this could be for you personally or your organization, but what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? I think what sets us apart just is the broad range of organizations we help. It's also a little different because we're all volunteers and we're doing this on the side. We get mm -hmm. The cool part about to me about volunteering for We The Dogs is that it, you get so much control over the process. You really get to be flexible in what you focus on. I mean, there was a lot of stuff going on recently with the wildfires in Australia. And I mean, that's not local to us, of course, but I was really impacted by that, wanted to do something to help. So we were able to have um, a photographer do Australia themed photo shoot to help raise money for organizations over there. So, I mean, you're able to have that flexibility to see a cause that's important to you and to be able to actually do something about it because you have an audience. I mean, that's why I personally love volunteering and doing what we do. Um, it, it really is rewarding to just be able to see something, to do, be able to actually do something about it. It, it sounds simple, but it, it really is powerful to have that platform. 
Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book, or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? I think what really has helped us, and of course mine might be different than most people's businesses, but because we're primarily social media based, mm -hmm. um, what is really what we really need is companies that we can connect with that can offer us large donations, whether prizes for donations or to raise money as a fundraiser. We recently got some autographed guitars from a country station in Nashville, things like that. Those help us raise funds. But I mean, that's not my primary job. I wouldn't have ever normally known how to obtain stuff like that. So what has really helped me is just kind of being using social media to that advantage. I've found that emailing people, cold emails don't really work. It's mm. hard to explain your mission if they can't see it. But I, what I like to do is DM companies directly. If they're a huge company, I look over that company the people that that company is following. So this could work for anybody outside of, you know, dog focused groups, but look at the company that you're trying to reach out to, who they're following, look at those people, see if they have any things in common, you know, and maybe you'll be able to find an employee, reach out to them personally, kind of share your mission through a DM a little bit. It works. And I mean, people are able to see, you know, exactly what you're doing that way. And then hopefully you can connect further and do something that's great for that business, share their message because it does help them to get their, you know, products and everything out there as well. But it also serves a much greater cause if you can use that to raise money for rescue organizations. Awesome. 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 So now I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget. So this could be a word of wisdom or a piece of advice. It might be something you would tell your younger self if you were to hop into a time machine. It, I'm going to keep this exclusively focused on the nonprofit because it's what we're talking about today. Um, mm -hmm. But what I would really say is to surround yourself with people that share your passion. Um, there are people that just want to be part of a movement but, and have a lot of great ideas, but they don't really put the work in after the idea to make it happen. It's going to be a lot more successful if the people around you share your passion and your drive and also want to put the time into making that happen. Anyone else really doesn't matter. You can have people around you all the time that are saying negative comments or anything else, but if they haven't put in the work to getting the ideas across, it really shouldn't matter. Focus on the goal line, the people around you that are working on the same goals. I definitely appreciate that. So I wanted to ask you now for my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Amber, what does being a quote unquote CEO mean to you? I know this is kind of weird, but I don't think of myself as a CEO in a weird way. Um, mm -hmm. Again, this is my side project, my passion project. So to me, it means just actually achieving the mission. I mean, I don't think of myself as a CEO because I just make sure things get done. Um, I don't mind if I'm the one spending 20 hours a day to do it. I mean, as long as we're getting done what needs to be done and being willing to be part of that team, you're not just leading a team, you're being part of that team and making sure that you achieve what you set up to achieve together. I mean, that to me is everything. I think if you're focused on that, you're going to become the CEO you want to because you're so driven that it's just going to happen naturally. But if you're focused on being the CEO and leading as opposed to actually being part of the team and making sure things happen, I, I can see incredible conflict coming from that. It, it just doesn't really further you know, what you set out to achieve. Amber, truly appreciate your time and all the awesome things that you're doing. So what I wanted to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they get a, can get a whole view and find out everything you and your team are working on. Yeah, definitely. The one major thing I'd say is we're always looking for new pups and owners to take over our Instagrams for a day. You can easily sign up to do that if you're in New York City and DC. We're also taking suggestions of other cities if you are interested in launching a We the Dogs in your city. And you can do that at holdthehandle.com. 
and that's H-O-L-D, the handle, H-A-N-D-L-E.com. And so you can sign up there. You can also find us and just send us a DM on Instagram, We The Dogs DC and We The Dogs NYC. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank you so much again, Amber. We will have the links and information in the show notes as well, too, so that everybody can follow up with you and enjoy the, the joy of uh, showing their dog's life uh, in a day. So truly appreciate your time and all the awesome things you're doing again, and I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. It was great. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.